Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time because messes happen because hey honey you know your dad's world famous chili yeah the one that takes 24 hours to make so i was trying to help out and bring the pot to the table but it was like super hot and then i um dropped it and now the floor looks all you know stained with chili look the point is you guys cool with pizza for dinner <laughs> honey oh yeah that happens so start clean with clorox use clorox products as directed Big shout out to Pacers running for every run for making a donation for our season of giving. They are giving away a $140 gift card to their store as we shared there in the thing. You can get a free fitting, get that right pair of shoes. They'll set you up. No pressure and which one you're going to get. They want to make sure that you're taken care of. That's Pacers running for every run. Yes, George. George is calling us out here. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Most oh. of you guys were uh, ripping our whole yeah. coaching staff. What oh, happened? Wow. They turned it around, George. Yeah. That's, that's what right. Happened. Literally, that's all it is. That, that's that's fair. When when you're losing, you rip them. When you're winning, you praise them. Credit is due. And I think I was one that never – like I gave Scott Turner a couple of, uh, mm-hmm. of no-goes. But I have always talked about Scott Turner being able to turn it around, and I like the schemes, and I like what he's doing. He does get a little too cute sometimes. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely a lot of times where it's just like, come on, Scott, run the <laughs> ball. <Okay. Yeah. laughs> but also, but also, when you look at, when you go back and you dissect Taylor's plays, his bad plays, his interceptions or almost interceptions and such, when you look at him, you see Scott has designed a fantastic play, and he's got wide open dudes, but Taylor Heineke can't make the play. He it's like he almost does the it right guy, so he can wake himself up. Like, all right, get that out of the way now. I can play. But it's like, no, bro, just wake up like that when the game. Right, wake up on game day, ready to go. Game day is going to be this Sunday against the Giants in New Jersey. Uh, how do you guys feel about this game? How do you feel about it, Trev? Mm. I'm nervous, bro. I, this is the most nervous I've been all season. Really? Because, yeah, because this is the most we've ever had to play for all season. I mean, it is. We, we're in the picture. The national media is talking about us. We're starting to get recognition. We're getting positive stuff on the field. Um, we're winning. Players are stepping up. Chase Young, we're doing this all without Chase Young. We're doing this all without Terry McLaurin on, like, I mean, we're doing it with him, but, like, you know, he's not, like, featured every game as much as he should be. Um, we're just making things happen with some of the players that we have. So I'm nervous. It's a divisional game. We always play the Giants close, no matter who's quarterbacking and who's on the roster. Um, 
This is for for the Marvels, our playoff position, or at least an inkling to see how our season can shape up. Like, what else? What do we need to do after this week in order for us to make it? How about this, Trev? This might be a hot take, and I want to see what you think about it. And I believe this. This is not a must-win game. Mm. This is not a must-win mm. game. Mm. If, again, mm. just if, just playing this out, you lose this game, and you're seven and six, and the Giants are eight and four. Yeah. Right. Now, if you come back and win the next game, mm-hmm. okay, then you are eight and six, mm-hmm. and they could be because I believe they play in that off week. I think they play Philly. Yeah, I'm not 100. percent I would have to look at it again. You're playing the Giants, I can look, pull up their schedule. Yeah, the Giants, who they play while we're off, they play the Eagles in 12. Yeah, that, so they play, so they could easily lose that game, obviously. And you come back and you beat them the next time, then you're both eight and six again. Mm-mm. Okay, so it's not a must win. Now, of mm-hmm. course, you have to worry about Seattle behind you, mm-hmm. right? You have to worry about the other teams that are that are mm-hmm. behind you trying to get that seventh spot. Mm-hmm. It's not a must win. Of course, you mm-hmm. want to win. But if you look at it, if you look at the big picture, this particular week is not a must win. Mm-hmm. But you want to win, obviously, every game to solidify your playoff spot. I think it's a must win because I don't want to have to worry about what other teams need to do for us to well yeah sure but 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 that means every game's a must win well i but i think this game puts us in a better position just because of our division like and how tight it is Mm -hmm. we that third spot to get in the wild card and i think that i think because we i just i don't trust it i don't want to split i want to i want to sweep the giants well, of course. Yeah, you want to. The Giants would definitely go a long way to getting into the playoffs. But is it going to be necessary? Do you, how many wins do you think you're going to need to get to the playoffs? Ten. You're going to need you ten wins. Need ten. Nine, nine's not going to do it. And that's why we can't. That's why we can't afford to split because then we play. We play San Francisco. Who guys? They're scary. Oh Their yeah, for sure. Is redonkulous. Cleveland, Deshaun Watson's back. That's all I have to say about that. So he'll be the best quarterback we've faced, probably outside of Jalen Hurts, just based off history. And then Dallas again. And sure. like Michael said, we don't want to end up Dallas being a must win. Right. Well, so so I'm not saying that you that it's okay to lose. I'm not saying that you don't want to win this game. Right. I'm not saying, but in terms of what it means for the rest of the year and in getting into the playoffs, this is not the game that you have to win. Of course, that makes the next game a must win. Mm-hmm. It makes the game after that a must win. Mm-hmm. And the one after that a must win. But this one is not one of those. Against the wall, because if you're saying they that they need 10 right. victories, Stoner, if yeah. they lose this one against the Giants, it's be hard to they, have to they go three need and one. to win three and one out of those last ones. And I think we can all agree yeah. That that would be very difficult to do. That's why I think a lot of people are like, you can't lose against the Giants. You have to sweep the Giants. The must to give yourself a chance because then you just have to go one and uh, two mm-hmm. against the 49ers, Browns, and Cowboys. You just need to win one of those and the Browns into the playoffs. Yeah, the Brown, 49ers, Browns, and Cowboys. The uh, what we're looking at on the playoff side of things is right now Washington is the seventh seed. Uh, Seattle's right behind them at six and five, and that is really it. The rest of the teams all have four victories, except for Atlanta, who Washington just beat. So it's effectively a two game, uh, you know, win, you know, uh, 
hold Lee. over them. We got yeah. the we got the obviously we got actual two games. But if they but now that we have the tiebreaker, so it's actually they have to win three games more than right that they have right now because they're five mm-hmm. and seven, we're seven and five. So even if they win two, we lose two. We still hold the tiebreaker, so they'd have to win an extra one, and we have to lose an extra one. That's yeah. pretty good. That I mean, so you're really in the race with Seattle. Uh, or San Francisco, both San Francisco seven and four, but I think a lot of people have more faith in San Francisco, given yeah. on recent history and everything, than Seattle and what Geno Smith is doing. Comeback player, you know, from those who were putting that in the chat earlier. All that aside, so future uh, Commanders quarterback Geno Smith, go ahead. Well, <laughs> let's. You need, to, you need to take that back right now. Hey, it's going to happen. Seattle then has to. That means <laughs> Seattle has to win. If, if you're saying 10 games, Seattle has to win uh, four. four more games. Four they five. play the Rams, Panthers, 49ers, mm, Chiefs, no, Jets, no. and the Rams. So they could that's mm. not that's not easy. Four four games is is probably that's probably not the worst schedule to have to win four games against. Yeah, 49ers no, not, Chiefs, I mean, and I'd say Jets can you say this like, a, like a level five must win. Can you say that? I think uh, yeah. a must I win. mean you're at that point of the year. You're you're in the last playoff spot, okay? So you're hanging on. So that's there's five games left. There's six for some. Uh, I mean, there's uh, yeah, there's five games left for us, right? So, and there's six le- uh, left for others, mm-hmm. right? So, it's not. It's just not a must win. I get it. You ha- you want to win. You don't want to put pressure on you for the next game and the next game and the next game. Yeah, it is it's a must win to avoid must wins. Yes. That doesn't mean that makes this a must win. Why not? Because the next one would then be a must win. If and we if win, you win that, then you're back win. into the driver's seat. So if we win Sunday going to buy is the, the the Giants game at home is that a must win? If you win this one? Yeah. And then you go on a buy? Yeah. Oh, then the, it definitely would not be. So then, then this was a must win. No, it's not. If you lose, <laughs> if you lose, saying you ha- you got to go one on one at least against the Giants. You got to go three and two in the next five. That's and if that means you bro. lose this one, then you got to win not three out of four. We, I get that there are there that makes other games must wins. Obviously, this offense can't score right now. We we cannot score on 49ers. We we won't be able to. Dallas won't be able to. I mean, I mean, you're right. You're right. Those are a couple of losses, but I'm just saying, just uh, well, I'm so just, don't freak, do that. just don't freak out if they I'm lose. Out. Now I'm freaking out in terms let's, of the rest of the year. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Okay. Out. Looking down the road, let's out. talk about how Washington can win this game. Whether or I'm not it's a must win, whether or not it's gonna, <laughs> whether or not it's a, it's it's going to be necessary to make the playoffs. We're going to figure all that out probably with this team and week 18 against Dallas. Probably. Okay. It's going to come down to the wire probably. more than likely, <sighs> which means that Dallas game is going to be bumping. But the, this game against the giants right now, yep. how is Washington going to win? This is a team that a lot, again, a lot of people get this feeling like they've mm-hmm. had our, our number, even though we swept them last year, Daniel Jones is four and one against us as a starter. He's had a 95 yard rushing game, a 73 yard rushing game. He's thrown for five touchdowns in one game. Okay. What is Washington going to do to win this game? Stoner, you very, look like you're ready. Very, very simple. Very yeah. simple game plan. Whether you can execute it or not, it's a very simple game plan. 
in the seven wins for the Giants. Yes. Okay. Daniel Jones has attempted 27 passes. In the four losses, he's attempted 37 passes. Right? And in the seven wins, Saquon Barkley is averaging 114 yards a game. 114. And in the four losses, he's averaging 48 yards a game. Okay? Very simple. Stop Saquon Barkley. Make Daniel Jones throw the ball. You win the game. It's really that simple. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what they did. Or that's what the game plan was against Atlanta. That's what it was against Philly. You mm-hmm. stop the run. That's what it was against Tennessee, even though they lost. That's what it was against Indy. Right? That's what it mm-hmm. was against Chicago. You stop the team from running. Mm-hmm. Okay? Make their quarterback drop back and throw, mm-hmm. and, which they can't do consistently well enough. That's how you beat them. It's, it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. You've got to stop Saquon Barkley. And, and Daniel Jones' rushing numbers are kind of all over the place, wins and losses. There was no sort of pattern that I could find on that. He had mm-hmm. games where he'd rush for 95 yards and they'd lose. And he had games where he'd rush for six yards and they'd win. Mm-hmm. And he had games where he rushed for 10 yards and they'd lose. There was, there was no pattern to that. The pattern was every game that they lost was because the other team stopped Saquon Barkley. Who were those against the losses? Who were the losses? Very, that's a good question because I have that right here. I know which you is, do. Which is really which is really telling also about how even these two teams are. Okay. Okay, because Washington, the opponent's record of the teams that they've won, the mm-hmm. opponent's records are 31, 48, and two. And for the Giants, it's 30, 49, and one. Okay. So they've basically beaten a bunch of bad teams. Mm-hmm. They've beaten a good team kind of here and there, like Washington beat Philly. Uh okay. they beat Baltimore, right? So all that. So, oh, the teams they they lost to. Yeah. Wait, I do have that here. Sorry. (laughs) All right. So the last two games, they lost to Dallas. Okay. Right? And they lost to Detroit. They're one and three in the last uh, four games. Yep. In between there, that one win, Houston. Uh, Right? Then the other loss was to Seattle, which, hello, tiebreaker. If it comes down to it, that's going to be a big deal. And then the other game is also Dallas, the first time they played. All right. So we're going to be another really good deep run defense that they're going to face, pretty much, is what you're saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Giants right now are, uh, looks like, sixth in rushing behind the Bears, mm-hmm. Eagles, Falcons, and by the way, the Browns up there for a future mm-hmm. opponent. Uh, Ravens, Ravens number two in there, but we didn't play them, so I just read off the teams that Washington has played uh, and will play. But the Giants right there at mm-hmm. 151 rushing yards per Absolutely. game. Definitely a potent rushing attack that we're going to have uh, up against again. When they lost to Dallas last week, Saquon Barkley had 11 rushes for 39 yards. When they lost to Detroit, 15 rushes, 22 yards. When they lost to Seattle, 20 rushes, 53 yards. And when they lost to uh, Dallas the first time, 14 for 81. So in their four losses, he hasn't rushed for 100 yards. But he's got these other games. 152, 110, 146, 164. Those are all in wins. You got to stop Saquon Barkley. End of story. Yep. Offensively, you're just going to have to kind of keep doing what you've been doing, Ugh. which is not a lot, but enough to outscore the opponent. But stop Saquon Barkley. It's that simple. 
So Washington's defense has been holding teams to 108 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. I mentioned the 151 for the Giants. Trevor, which one gives? Does the does the rushing defense come to play, or does the do the Giants do what they do and put up 150 yards on the ground against the Commanders? Nah, bro. Our rushing defense is on one right now. We're, we're that's what that's that's what's going to happen. We're going to allow less than 100 yards rushing. Uh, we had the same fear with Damian Pierce coming into the game, mm-hmm. and what happened? He's Jonathan now Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. What happened? Cordero Patterson. What happened? Uh, um, Derrick Henry. What happened? They won, but he ain't do nothing. Well, he did all right. He had a hundred. You know, but he wasn't like <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't no, hundred yard. Yeah, no highlight worthy plays. Like you know, yeah. what I mean, no. So and then um, Philly's run game combined. So like I, if like, I'm a stoner, we just got to stop the run. Dale Jones will have one here and there because it's football. You can't be perfect. But we stop Saquon Barkley and make Daniel Jones go back to the narrative that he had before this season, which was Danny Dimes, turnover worthy, which he's been doing a great job of this year, a better job at least. We need to go back to what he was before that. And we win the game because I don't know who he's throwing to. Like, Wandale Robinson was his best receiver, I guess, and he's done for the year. Kenny Galladay is here or there, but he's there. He's not there. Sterling Shepard's done. They Slayton is the number game. one guy, but you know, yeah, and they're getting, down. and they're getting. I saw like somebody said they're getting healthy, and they are getting a lot of players back healthy. But they are. This is a defense and a team that I would not want to, you know, come back in my first action of being healthy with because you're still hurt. Let's let's be real. You're you're just not healthy as to hurt. play, <laughs> but yeah, you're just not 100. percent But you can play, and our defense, our team is on a roll right now. And they could be getting back their starting center, their starting guard, their starting tackle, their starting tight end. Okay, oh, okay. that's four guys on the offensive that's, line. Yeah, that's huge. But that they is don't, pretty big. I, I have an injury report up right now. <laughs> Jonathan Allen, Smith Williams, Montez Sweat. They haven't faced them boys yet. Would you want to be Evan Neal or Tyre Phillips or Evan Neal? Really wasn't that great of a year anyway. Felicino, Felicinano, whatever. These got these guys got neck injuries and knee injuries, and they're going to be up oh, yeah. against Ron Payne and Montez Sweat and Jonathan Allen. You, you want to come back from those kind of injuries and, and have to face a tank like those guys? It's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting game. Like I said, I do have the injury report right here. Uh, we'll go with the Giants as we're talking about them and getting healthy. They did have several did not practice. Uh, Gary Brightwell, Josh. Ezadu, Adore Jackson, Richie James, Shane Lamo, Daniel Bellinger was light play. And this uh, now we're going to go into the light plays here. Dane Belton, Carter Coughlin, Joe Felicino. Feliciano. Feliciano. I, I heard it both ways, Stoner. Cordell. Darnay Holmes, Fabian Monroe. Hey, revenge game, I think somebody said on Twitter. Yeah, we might be on the defensive line there and then uh, full practice for Evan Neal and Tyre Phillips. And so I, that's, that's how there's a shaping up. Obviously it's Wednesday, lots of t- practice left, yeah. uh, which is what we're hoping to hear some good things from, but probably not going to hear some good things on these first few players that I'm going to list that did not practice today. That's Dax Milne, 
Benjamin St. Juice and Trey Turner. Any of these worry you? No. Nope. Sure. Uh, absolutely, they they no. worry you. Worry when, when you're it's, when you're the starting guard, the the, okay. the strength of their defense is their defensive line, kind of like ours is, right? They've got beasts on that defensive line. Leonard Williams, Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, Dexter Lawrence, and then they're getting Ojolari back, who at the beginning of the year <clears throat> or uh, last year was an absolute stud. So they've got four D linemen, starting linemen, that are a problem. And right. so if your not-so-great offensive lineman is missing a not-so-great piece, that's going to be trouble. Right. So just watch out for that. Their defensive line is – They've got a good talented. defense. Their defense is is no slouch there, Trevor. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying it's not, but it's not like we haven't – Faced a no slouch defensive line before when we're missing a key piece. Now, where they are weak, where they are weak is their rush defense isn't mm-hmm. nearly as strong as Washington's. We've put out so many different combinations of offensive line. And yeah. I'm at the point where it's like, okay, big big whoop. I mean, it's Trey Turner. We were we were calling for his job week one through six, and then he got like lost some weight and came back, and he's been doing okay, but. It's Trey Turner. Like, it's not – I mean, we've got Sadiq Charles who's played there. Wes Schweitzer's back. He can come back and – That's more best man right there. We're talking about putting Cosme in the right guard position with his banged-up hand and putting Lucas on the right tackle. So, like, I'm so not worried about it. That's what happened at practice today was actually yeah. Cosme was playing right guard. Yeah. Trey so, Turner wasn't there. So Now, if it was like – if we were like – if we had a Quentin Nelson or like a – I don't know, like a Trent Williams or a Tristan Wirfs, then I'd be like, yeah, okay. But it's Trey Turner. We'd be all right. Well, I know, but <laughs> if you don't if you don't like him, what does that mean his backup is? We already know. He's, he's worse than Conley, Schweitzer, Lucas. It's nothing new. Uh, okay. There's, There's been a lot of lines. I'd be worried about it. I'm not but, Trey Turner. The, the he didn't line. do when he was in there. What did he do when he was in there? Let's be honest. What did he do? Yeah, okay. He didn't call for that many penalties. Who's been getting recognition in PFF on offensive line? Not Lucas, not Trey Turner. We'll be fine. Now, and you're right. And now you're putting in a guy worse than him. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. Bro, we'll be fine. Now, Benjamin St. <laughs> Juice is the biggest name because he we'll is be on the defense. We got Kendall Fuller. We'll be fine. <laughs> uh, command this saying if there was ever a game Benjamin yeah. St. Juice can miss, it's this one. Let him rest for two weeks and then get back for the next Giants game. I agree with that. They they do not have big time threats because Tony's gone. They traded Tony, and like you said, went, Wandale Robinson is out for the year. Who knows what's going on with Galladay and his head and all that? Yeah, they man. just got to worry about. I mean, Richie James. Did he is he playing? He's done. I think he's done. I think he's he's done too. I mean, yeah. he did not practice for for uh, his uh, his injury there with the knee. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's there's not the big threats that you really have to worry about. So I agree with that. Uh, let St. Juice sit for another week, okay. and they were fine last week going up against that Atlanta receiving core, which doesn't scare you either. No, and they did they did fine except for that last drive when they let that little shrimp get way downfield on them. The Cole Holcomb, that's interesting. Interesting in what way? I can't believe I'm saying it, but like right now, I kind of like don't really miss him as much as I thought I was going to miss him. And I don't know if it's because Jamin Davis is elevated. and he, He's definitely and, elevated. And, I think that we're just seeing that 
that uh, Paul Holcomb is just another piece. He's not. He's not the guy. He was never going to be the guy. He was just a a uh, question a, now. A, a, I don't want to call him a jag, but I mean, he was decidedly mediocre, right? So yeah. does that take him out of the extension sentence that goes along with the Ron yeah, next for an extension? No, but he's probably going to be a lot cheaper coming off an injury like this. Sure. Yeah. We're going to get yeah. a big shout out to Chaotic here. $5 donation. Super chat is open. We always appreciate people supporting the channel directly here on our YouTube channel. Uh, he's, Chaotic says, better believe the Giants DB saw that Robinson touchdown and might make a decision <laughs> when they see him coming. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's going on with Landon Collins? Is he not there? He's there on the practice. I, right. I read. I was reading up on that. He's there, but they want other players to to play and to see what else they have. Like, uh, okay. I'd like kinda, to see Brian Robinson run him over. He's kind of <laughs> upset, but he's like, he's just happy to be a part like of the team Landon and lead Collins. anyway. But he ain't getting no burn. They brought up some like a third stringer in place of him to let wow. him play. He played like maybe twenty snaps like his first week there, but and then that's it. Yeah, hmm. I've got some more stats since well, I don't well, know why I'm stats. I'm tired before you get to the stats. There, <laughs> we got Antonio Gibson, Tyler Larson, Logan Thomas, oh, and yeah. Chase Young all limited. Is this the game Chase Young comes back? <sighs> no, he's going to be still because he was sick last week. That mm-hmm. took away some of his conditioning. This yeah. is what they're saying. Okay, mm-hmm. they can say all they want. They lie mm-hmm. to us all the time, which is okay. I'm okay when you lie about injuries. Or gamesmanship, right? Right, right. I'm okay with that. They're just going to say that he lost some conditioning days because he was sick and all that other stuff, and they're going to say, let's hold him back, wait for – he'll be back uh, in that Giants game at FedEx. That's yeah, when he'll be back. I agree because there's no way – yeah, the turf field rumors and ghosts are there, but like at the same time, what's the point? You don't play next week. Why would you put him out there? We've been doing that fine without him right now. They didn't like, want to. They didn't want him practicing on the the indoor bubble turf field. So yeah. why would they want him playing out on a on the Giants turf field? So we I agree with this far without him. Keep him yeah. after the bye. Um, I think I think that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I certainly would like to see him on the field, but. Uh, I agree. I, we, you can wait. You can wait till it's a home game, and then I think you're going to see a lot of Chase Young jerseys out there at FedEx Field against the Giants. Should be a big excitement, just like this $9.99 donation from Joseph Polly. Thank you very much for the donation Appreciate there. Joseph. Uh, big love from uh, everybody. Make sure, uh, if you haven't already, if you don't, don't have the funds to donate, don't worry. All you have to do is hit that like button. That's that's a big thing. Subscribe to the channel. That makes sure other people get to see us, and that uh, just helps out the channel without having to spend a dime. But we do appreciate all the all the money being sent our way. Much love, much appreciation for that. And I want to hear these stats that Trev has for us right now. So uh, I put them in the group chat, so you guys probably saw it. But back to the uh, Brian Robinson. He is the highest-graded rookie running back right now, according to PFF. Mm-hmm. And that's wild because this past game was pretty much like his breakout game. And he's been back for a few weeks now. And he is ahead of Damian Pierce, who we've heard all season about. We shut down. Tyler Algier, who we just faced last week, who had, what, maybe one or two big runs. Nothing really crazy. Kenneth Walker, Stoner's guy, who's has who has a highlight every single week, mm-hmm. like being a monster, angry runs on NFL Network. And then Rashad White, who's taking Leonard Ford's job down in Tampa Bay. 
Brian Robinson got shot in the leg, came back, had a breakout game once since he's been back, and he's already like the, the highest graded rookie running back. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. I agree. That is yeah. that is truly amazing. It's just wild. And then I don't know if you're going to ask this or not, Nathan, but the X factor you normally do. Well, here's an X factor, I think, if it comes down to whatever. Special teams, and here's why. The Giants have fumbled four times on punt returns this year. One muff, three actual strip fumbles by, we said, Richie James. And all were recovered by the opposing team. And since week two, Richie James has no punt returns over 12 yards. So we can't score points. Our defense keeping us in the game comes down to a heart attack. That could be the X factor. Special teams. Could Football be. Outsiders has Washington special team unit ranked number two. Wow, wow. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Nate Hazard deserves an extension tonight. Yeah, why not? Right, right. I mean, that's has been absolutely amazing. The oh the Gunners have been helping out. And as far as the fumble, even if it's not Richie and the ball bounces and that's very bad luck for the giants, you expect them to get a little bit more of those. Although that particular play, I do think uh, on like punt returns, if the person muffs it uh, or gets hit and fumbles it, it's more than likely going to go to the, the, the punting team because mm-hmm. the numbers are in their favor. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, Still, that's some bad luck that they're losing that many. But these these gunners that we have can absolutely get down there to mm-hmm. make the the punt returners' life a living heck. And uh, and you expect just the the Dax Milne treatment when he's back there. You're just like just fair catch it, just fair catch it. Don't, don't do anything besides fair catch it. Just that's just right. catch the ball. Or I guess he's been doing all right. Of course, he's injured, and you saw Alex uh, come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, serviceable, nothing, nothing great. Literally, just came off the practice squad to serve that uh, that kick or that punt return role. Mm-hmm. A lot of talk about Jahan Dotson maybe doing that, but uh, they they took him up for uh, Alex from the practice squad. Special teams unit though, just amazing. Uh, hold on, you didn't mention Joy Sly. He's part of the special teams unit that's number two ranked in the league. Missing extra points in the yeah, talk. Man, come on, Joey. Two. <laughs> two all year. That's it. crucial. Huh? What, come no. a I, I, I definitely time. give him more flack than he deserves. The guy did make, what, a 58-yarder a few weeks back ago? And a 55 in the same game. 55-yarder. He's, 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 uh, he's doing oh, well. <laughs> Try to make the Pro Bowl, Smitty. Uh, I'm going to be making some graphics uh, before the end of Pro Bowl voting to make sure that we get people out there and hit the hit those buttons. But Tressway, just underrated punter. I don't think he's he's gotten the recognition on like an All Pro status, but he has definitely been one of the better punters over the last you know seven years or so. So let's get that man some love. Give him his flowers. Here's another stat for you. You ready? Yeah. That's going to be a key to the game, or could be a key to the game. Uh, this is from uh, Beat Reporter John Kime. The Giants allow 3.15 yards before contact per rush, third worst in the NFL. And they allow 2.01 yards after contact, with his, which is fourth worst. Oh, B Rob going to eat after in contact. In the NFL. So basically, it takes a little bit before somebody gets to you, and then they don't bring you down right away. So that's what you got to do on offense. You've got to run the run the 
ball. Damn ball. They're going right. Speaking of rushing. That's a great stat, I thought, as well. Was this because we're bored, or is it is it a sign of something? Why do we work out two running backs? Yeah, that was interesting. Gibson having a foot injury, I think, is part part reason why they do that. Probably why he didn't play that much second half, huh? Because that foot injury. Remember, Stoner, we were like Jonathan Williams in there. Yeah, Williams. I thought it was a lot because the game plan was bruising back up the middle against Mm -hmm. Atlanta, and so you got B Rob, and then you spell B Rob with Jonathan Williams, who is just another bruising back up the middle, rather than Gibson, who's a little bit more shifty. But that foot injury is definitely something to watch out and see I like Jordan whether or not it, it, it uh, affects his play. A couple, yeah, a couple decent names out there. I mean, these guys are out there for a reason, but Washington, <laughs> Washington's offensive line can open up holes for anyone. I mean, if Jonathan Williams is out there, you know, getting 12 They're yard old. rushes, uh, yeah. the, Stoner and I could probably fall forward for at least three. Well, can you teach Matt Ryan how to fall forward? You don't. <laughs> right. Somebody, somebody. Hey, and the last thing, last stat I wanted to bring up, which is mm-hmm. I, I meant to bring this up during the whole, is this a must win or not? Uh, the last <laughs> six games that the Giants have, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they have Washington twice, of course, which we're right now seven and, and five. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia, Oof. who's 10 and one. They mm-hmm. have Minnesota. Ooh. Who's nine and two. They've got Indy, who's only four seven one. Their last game, they got Philly again. They've got basically a brutal schedule. Murder's row to end the year. Indianapolis could beat them too. That's why. That's why I say it's not. That's another reason why I say it's not a must win because you you're looking at the Giants possibly losing a few of those games. If you just go on paper, they should Mm -hmm. lose to Philly twice. They should lose to Minnesota. And they should lose one to us. So that's like four losses right yeah. there. That makes them nine and eight. So and Stoner believes win. it's gonna be 10 wins. I think so. To make the playoffs. We'll see. Let's get these uh these game predictions in Ooh. right now. Are we gonna do predictions now? All right. We'll do, do we'll do game predictions and then we'll do the like actual final score predictions right now. We'll do a lot more of our dollar dollar after I mute the this person who got a little too excited in the chat oh. there, the bot getting getting ahead of themselves. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I, asked, I asked them to be in the uh, yeah. to be in this one. <laughs> what, what oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. why don't you hit us with your score prediction first? And while while we're giving ours, make sure you hit up that chat. Let us know who you have winning this game. Is it going to be the visiting Washington Commanders, the Burgundy Gold, getting another Burgundy Gold W, or? Is it going to be the New York football giants? I think it's going to be very similar to what we saw this past week against Atlanta. There's going to be a lot of running, not much passing. Clock's going to move quick. Possessions are going to be a little bit more important because you're going to have less of them because you are running so much and the clock's going to be moving quite a bit. And it's going to come down to three or four plays, right? And who's going to make those plays? Is it going to be somebody on offense for Washington? Is it going to be a Terry McLaurin? Is it going to be a Deami Brown making a catch out of nowhere? Something to that. He's had effect. a couple of those this year. It's going to oh it's going to come down to a few plays, or is it going to be a defensive play like it did this past week with with Deron Payne and Kendall Fuller? Either way, it's going to be tight. It's going to be a nail better. It's going to be a heart you know heart stopping type game, low scoring. I'm going to go 20, 19. 20 oh. to nineteen. Who New York Giants? 
Don't 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 kick me out. Don't kick me out because I'm just telling you what I think. Twenty to nineteen, New York Giants. I don't I don't hate it, Stoner. I don't hate it. Don't necessarily agree with it, but I don't hate it. Okay. We got a lot of people who are taking the oh Commanders here. Uh, Joseph, 30 to 20 Commanders. Rail, 24 to 13 Washington. Commandalorian, 29 to 24 Good Guys. If we have 29 points, I'd probably be excited even if we did lose. Yeah, uh, right. Just because that would be something. Gregory is with you, Stoner. 24 to 20 Giants. Ethan, 20 to 17, Washington. Shelly, 22 to 13, Washington. Sean says he hates playing in New York. Redskins Weekly, 2017. Us, let's go, man. But nervous just like Trav. 23 to 16, good guys from Smitty. Going a little crazy, says Trout. 27 to 17, Washington. Where are you at with yours, Trev? I need two things. Stoner, I need the rushing defense and the passing defense. For whom and whom? New York and New York. Okay, New York's passing defense mm-hmm. is 16th overall. Okay. Middle of the pack as you can get. They give up 216 yards a game passing. Okay. Rushing defense, 26th. They give up 138.9 yards per game. The score, Overall, they're 22nd. The score is going to be 23-16 Washington. All right. And by the way, both teams on turnovers are both even Steven zero. 14 and 14, I believe, for Washington and 11 and 11 for. I think for some odd reason, I think Taylor's going to have a hell of a game for Mm. some reason. I think it's going to be a balanced game. I think our running group, no matter who's the lead back, is going to have an efficient day. And I think that's going to cause Taylor to, to be smart with the ball and take advantage of their of their passing secondary. They are ranked 16th, but also it's any given Sunday. I think a lot of that passing defense being ranked 16th is the fact that they're also ranked 26th against the run. Why are you passing against a team that you're running 130 plus yards against? When you're up, uh, you know, two scores against them, you're not going to be, you're not going to be doing a whole lot. Exactly, because their passing defense doesn't scare me. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting how that breaks out. John is going with the commanders 30 to 13, Doug 24 to 15 commanders. That's a fun score. Uh, 28 to 14 from Caleb DMV mess hall. Shout out to tailgate Ted and the rally captain there on DMV mess hall. Make sure you check out their channel as well. Uh, they provided some of the content we're going to be giving away here. Uh, when we get to the cool down, but, uh, DMV mess hall going 21 to 17 commanders, uh, command this podcast 20 to 19 commanders go in the yeah. opposite direction from stoner. Daniel Jones gets his token 79 yards rushing, smashing the under, smashing the under. I don't think he's going to be rushing over 50 yards against this team. Uh, my mom taken 24 to 17, a newly converted commanders fan after taking her to the Atlanta game. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Gus bus going giants 22 to 20. Bus. Nathan, where you at? I, I've been thinking about this game since the day after reckoning, closing day after reckoning, and I just had this feeling Washington's going to be on the wrong side. They've had a lot of close games. They've gotten lucky in several of them. There's been mistakes that have kind of put them in the position to win. Just this last week, it was a tipped pass for an interception in the red zone, in the end zone, yeah. that gave them that victory. Now, the team is doing what it needs to do to get there, 
And so I was I was thinking, you know, Washington's going to be on the bad end of this one, 22 to 18. But then we saw those stats that John Kime put out, and then we saw the stats about the about the special teams. And I looked up, I was just like, well, how how good is Washington special teams? And I see that they're ranked second, that they're just absolutely killing it uh, statistically. And I see that you know the Giants are really bad against getting the run. Could you imagine giving a running back like Brian Robinson a three-yard head start before you have to tackle him? There's a, like they're Brian Robinson's going to crush that two-yard yeah. uh, after contact Literally. Uh, that the Giants have been giving. So I'm going to flip it. I'm going to go with Washington, 22 to 18. Wow. I can't believe you had one way. Uh, you know, your tingle was one way, and then you flipped it just based on stats that came out. Well, Stoner, is that really a surprise? I don't yeah, do the right. test, right? right, right I'm, right. I'm a stats guy. I'm, okay. I look at the numbers and I say, hey, where's this going to go? Yeah. And and I and I bet on that. When I did the sniff test for my free money that Maryland betters got, you know, I didn't do that well. Then when I started doing my statistical analysis, I turned 400 free dollars into 400 real dollars. So. Really? Yeah, can't complain with that. I also found out, by the way, guys, I'm not much of a betting man. That's just not my my game. It's probably not a surprise for anyone who sticks around for our dollar dollars, which we will be doing right after we hit that season of giving. All that's coming up right here on The Cool Down. The Cool Down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.